0: You said you were gonna ask me questions.
1: That's
0: yes, yes, where you get the hello. This is gonna be a special one. All right. Hello, there. Welcome to the Bucklesberry Lemonade Podcast.
1: On today's episode, welcome, dear listeners, to another chilling episode of Bucklesberry Lemonade. I'm your host, Lisa joined by my co-host Tim. Today, we delve into a dark chapter from the past, a twisted tale that shook the quiet town of Kinston, North Carolina. Our story begins in the late 80s with the tragic shooting death of insurance salesman Billy White. But the real horror unfolds three weeks later when the investigators charge Sylvia White his seemingly devoted wife with hiring two hip men to orchestrate his murder. As we peel back the layers, we discover Sylvia's involvement in the disturbing death of her four year old stepson little Bill and the very real possibility she was responsible for another husband's demise.
0: Wow. So,
1: my sweet husband, what do you think?
0: Hello. Hello to everybody. Well, I think this will be a pretty good show today. did you um did you or your family have any dealings with with Billy's wife?
1: I don't think so. I'm not if we did, it was did with my parents or step my stepdad. i I don't remember it.
0: Gotcha. Did had, you? Yeah, I had insurance with Billy. I sure did. every It seems like everybody did. I mean, that's how well known he was in Kinston.
1: Well, then we probably did, and I just didn't know it.
0: Yeah, it's um. Do you remember the case though? You remember when all this happened? I
1: remember. I do uh, remember. I do remember. Yeah. It was it was shocking.
0: Very shocking. It upset our little town for sure, didn't it?
1: Because he was a big deal around town. He was uh, his personal charm made him a top insurance salesman.
0: Oh yeah, I mean um. Haven't been in the insurance world. He he was he was a legend. Yep. Crazy. Um.
1: Yeah, he was he was quite the hey he was quite the prominent member of society.
0: Yeah, he was. He really was. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about the background. Tell us what we already know. Uh.
1: Well, well, we can start with Miss start with Miss Sylvia. While still in her teens, she became pregnant by a man named Woody Taylor, whom she later married.
0: Not any relation to the James Linwood Taylor, though.
1: No. They separated after 16 months. In 1959, she married Leslie Ipot, with whom she had two boys. The family did well for themselves, but Leslie suffered from chronic health problems. And he sank into depression and in 67, he died by supposed suicide from a single gunshot to the side of the head. Mm-mm-mm. And then Sylvia, she met Billy after he divorced his first wife, Anetta Jones, with whom he had four children. She suffered from postpartum depression following the birth of their youngest son, Billy C. White II. In the excuse me, in nineteen sixty nine and was later institutionalized according to North Carolina's Sun Journal newspaper.
0: Wow. That um that's almost like a, a a Brady bunch right off the bat, isn't it? You're not kidding. So that's You're seven dead. seven kids altogether.
1: Yep. Yep. And as a single father with four children, he was having trouble adjusting to his his new family life. But fortunately, Miss Energetic neighbor Sylvia Ipock, she lived a few doors down, and she began helping around the house, cooking meals and doing the family's laundry. But, of course, that's being from the South, that's what. Yeah. We all did back then, not now so much, but back no. then.
0: But it makes you wonder if she didn't have her, her hooks set. I, I don't know. So it seems <laughs> Sylvia became Mrs. White in December of 1971. Yeah. They moved into a bigger house to accommodate their combined family. Billy had four kids. Sylvia had three. Despite the joyous new beginnings, beginnings, tragedy struck on the afternoon of June 21st, 1973. When Sylvia arrived at the hospital claiming four-year-old Billy Jr. had swallowed a piece of plastic.
1: Hmm. His skin, little Billy's skin, it was white and he was pronounced dead on arrival. And they extracted a large wadded up piece of plastic from a laundry bag from his throat. The nurses who tended him later testified there were no torn edges, teeth imprints, or chew marks on the plastic, according to court documents.
0: Yeah, and, and doing the research, this, this piece of plastic was was roughly about a 10 by 12 inch piece of plastic. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of plastic for a four-year-old to to voluntarily shove into their mouth. I mean, you got to take in the fact gag reflex. I realize some people don't have it, but the majority of people do. And, you know, the thing that she did this, she killed probably two husbands here. But the reality of it is she... Shoved this bag, this plastic yep. down a child's throat. Can you imagine the terror that this in child that
1: child? Had? Yes,
0: horrible, horrible.
1: Yep. Mm.
0: And it seems like directly after all this happened, Billy White Senior. He kicked his work into into complete overdrive. overdrive. Yep, and it paid off. But by the early nineties, he was one of the top salesmen at. Then North Carolina based insurance company Jefferson Pilot. I worked for Jefferson Pilot. Did you? Did. And according to Greensboro uh, News and Record, he and Sylvia were mainstays of their church and of the Kinston Society. And it's, I have always heard this, whether it's true or not, I do not know. But like I said, I worked for um, Jefferson Pilot, had my own insurance agency for a while, and the the income that was floated around for Billy White is incredible. We, oh. we had always been told he was roughly around $450,000 a year in residuals based on the business that he had written. And can you imagine for that time period in the 90s? That was a lot
1: of money. That was like millions now. Yeah. Mm. They spent 20 years together until his disappearance.
0: Yeah. And that's, um, you know, as we dive deeper into this and, and we uncover the, the insurance policy she was after, man, you know, it's the amount of money that she gave up for this, you understand what i'm trying to say i know
1: i you know why not stay i mean you know think about it she probably could have got a lot of money divorcing him i mean
0: yeah i think so but i think i think pattern's already been established here
1: yeah yeah especially if she killed her first husband
0: yeah and 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 you know she's went to jail for the for the murderer billy senior and a little bill too um so Let's break down the, the 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 setup and how everything looked for the murder. Do you want to go into that or you want me to do it?
1: I can do that and then you can do the next part. She's okay. Well she's crying very hysterical and telling me that Billy went to meet a man. I guess she called when she was talking to calling it in. She's crying hysterical telling me that Billy went to meet a man somewhere out in the county to sell a large insurance policy and that he had not come home, former Kingston Police Assistant Chief William Speedy Ingram said.
0: Yeah, and and the talk that, that we always heard when, when dealing with insurance agents is that, that Billy White would go anywhere at any time, and Sylvia White had actually made this statement too, that he would go anywhere at any time to sell insurance policy. Oh, really?
1: hmm Wow, some things you don't do.
0: <laughs> so it looks like um, Sylvia told the, the investigators that Billy had went out the night before to meet a man named Timmy Connors, who wanted to buy a $500,000 life insurance policy. i Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And it looks like the, the agents in the North Carolina State Bureau of Investigation combined the county and surrounding areas looking for this mystery man, this Timmy Connors, that so they couldn't come up with anybody. And I can't calculate it off the head, maybe off the top of my head, maybe an insurance agent's listening to this, but $500,000 uh, back then, the, the, the payday on that was huge. Yeah. You know, you, you're probably talking a few thousand dollars, if not more, and that's why he he's went out, so... Uh, looks like they launched a massive search, including an aerial search, and that's when they spotted Billy's car uh, on a remote woodland road. And this would have been in Trenton, North Carolina. Yep. And uh, you can go from there with what uh, Mr. Ingram said le- next about uh, seeing Billy. Um.
1: Um. They he we could see Billy. White laying on the ground, on his back, with a white shirt, with a big red spot, an officer stating. You could even tell from the air that something bad had gone wrong. He was dead from two gunshot blasts, one to his chest, another to his side. But no shell casings were found at the scene. White's pockets were turned out, and his wedding ring was missing. The circumstances surrounding the shooting death of Billy White in January 1993.
0: But you know something is that, you you know, they they took his wedding ring. They picked up shell casings. They were thinking through this. You know, they they were thinking through this. And um,
1: they were trying to make it look like um, it was a robbery gone wrong.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: But the multiple gunshot wounds. They indicated it was a different motive. Well, they wanted him murdered.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what Speedy Ingram said. Said that these people wanted to to murder Billy Billy White. I mean, that becomes pretty pretty off obvious at this point, you know.
1: Oh, and then the investigators during the inquiry, uh, when they discovered that. Miss White had been having an affair for more than a year with a man named James.
0: Yeah, isn't it funny that one of the uh, hitmen, James Linwood Taylor? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, it's rumored that she was having this affair, that they had checked into a Raleigh hotel together the day of her husband's murder and stayed there from noon to two. And I wonder if that's just not setting the stage so that she has a a second alibi. Because Mm -mm. the other alibi is she supposedly went out to eat dinner with a friend and and that checked out. Yeah. But it seems that when James was confronted.
1: That's what I was laughing about.
0: (laughs) He immediately came clean and he spilled everything on Sylvia White.
1: He didn't wait. He couldn't stand it. shouldn't have done it and he should have went to the police
0: before well says she was brought in for question and she claims she was at a cosmetic seminar you know like a mary Kay or avon i'm pretty sure for that time frame that would have been a mary Kay
1: probably uh, convention
0: and uh he stops by to see her and then leaves to go on this and you you know if you think about the way things are, you know, we, we've lived around here all our lives. Um, he stopped in, spoke to her, left, went to Trenton and that was it.
1: Yep. So
0: that, that was it. And, um, but she again stated she had had dinner with a friend. Uh, the investigators were able to confirm that and she never admitted to having an affair with james and so they have no evidence connecting her at this point to her husband's murder so it looks like they hit a standstill and they did a a tip line for anyone who had information about the murder and billy's friends in the local business community where they all chipped in to offer reward money why wouldn't they
1: of course they could do it
0: yeah and then what happened on February
1: 6th? Got their first big break when an anonymous tipster called in. He said, I remember going to a party, and this long haired guy had asked me if I knew anyone that might kill somebody for him. Smith said, He said, I was shocked. The informant said it had been about two months since the party, but he recently ran into the long-haired man again. When they were chatting, the man admitted to killing Billy. The informant didn't know the man's name, but he said he was a local construction worker.
0: Hmm. The authorities eventually tracked down the man fitting his description, his Whoa. name. What James was his name? James Linwood what? Taylor. And he was no stranger to authorities. And I I have to say he was no stranger to me either. I actually knew him.
1: Did Uh,
0: you? We called him Linwood. Um, If you remember at the time you lived down the street from from a balloon shop. Uh Uh-huh. He was constantly in there buying balloons, sending them to one woman or another.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. he,
0: He liked the women folk. Oh, so So, he was close but you know when this all came out this was a shock because this you you know you and i did one podcast where we talked about serial killers and we we talked about murderers and the possibility in your lifetime and
1: you were that close to him
0: yeah I, i actually have had many conversations with this man and uh granted you know i'm only 1920 21 22 years old somewhere around there i must not have been a good judge of character because you would have never convinced oh, me he
1: would have been one
0: yeah never but i guess you know that's the way he is but he's tall big thick mustache long hair thin very quiet um uh, but he he did like he did like women he was a woman, I hmm
1: i'm trying to think i the name kind of sounds familiar but i'm not sure if it's just from this or
0: <laughs> well you know what um you you may have met him too you never know because he was all over everywhere i mean he was known uh around town he was a handyman uh he would do things for a buck obviously but i never
1: i mean not obviously. like that uh
0: no, no, no. I'm saying we didn't go to school
1: with him or anything, did he? Oh, it? no.
0: He's he's in his 70s now. Oh,
1: okay. He would have been, uh, well, I didn't. They he died by execution.
0: No, that would have been his uncle. That's the Baisden fellow that was, that was okay. Yeah, by, by lethal injection. Got yeah. you. Okay. I got him wrong then. So it's, um, the informant made a comment that the guy that called the tip line he said about two months since the party he ran into the long-haired man again and linwood taylor had long hair i mean down to his waist oh god always pulled back in a ponytail and um <laughs> he he made the comment as they were chatting the man admitted to killing billy the informant didn't know the man's name but he knew that he was a local construction worker so he he's admitted to somebody yeah that you got, you know, we've we've done this. Um and and come to find out, he he when this was description was given to authorities, they knew they were able to track him down because he was no stranger to authorities.
1: You know something? I have learned one thing from watching all the ID channels I watch. You never admit anything to anybody.
0: <laughs> he did though. I
1: know, but you don't
0: wow, <laughs> well, Leonard was a little bit of a talker um but it 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 says here he was no stranger to authorities, what we'd written out, um he had been operating as an informant in drug buys to the Lenore County law enforcement agency um so that that's kind of interesting,
1: yeah, that is yeah. you wouldn't have think he would have wanted to do that, mm mm mm
0: mm so it seems that then he heard the police wanted to talk to him, and he came in on his own volition. And although he claimed to initially have no involvement in the murder, he ultimately confessed following an eight-hour interrogation. Uh. So... Taylor told investigators Sylvia had offered him twenty grand and a van to murder her husband because she was having an affair and wanted to cash in his life insurance policy, valued at as much as $200,000. And Taylor recruited his uncle, Ernest Smith, oh. as the trigger man for the sum of $300.
1: Oh, my goodness. Now, I know.
0: So, he's going to get 20 His uncle was going to
1: get $300. $300 take somebody's life. Mm. Nope. $300. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you want to do the setup, or you want me to walk through that? Um,
1: well, on the night of the murder, he, Taylor posed as Timmy Connors and set up the insurance by at a remote location. And after Billy arrived, Bazedon emerged from the shadows and fatally shot white. Like his nephew, Bazedon turned himself in and made a full confession.
0: You know something, though? The, the, the graphic part about this, now these guys... They've called, they've set all this up, they've planned this out. Cause see, when 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 Mr. Billy White got there, Linwood exited the van pretending to be Timmy Connors. Mm-hmm. Bazden, his his uncle, Ernest Basedon, uh huh, gets out, reaches down on the ground because they have already put the shotgun down on the ground. Okay yeah fires it shooting him the mm. white lands face down in the dirt oh they then roll him over and based fires again so i mean at any point was there any conversation that this is not a good idea we we need to to to, to notify the authorities
1: No, I know.
0: And as far as Linwood Taylor, I did say, I knew I had met the guy. I knew the guy, you you know, I didn't ever hang out with him or anything like that. He was, it was a transaction. He would come in and in the, the, um, florist, but I'd already told you that he would constantly send balloons here and there to this woman. And that woman, he's, he's got a way of persuasion about it. Yeah. So $20,000 is what he's going to get paid, which is a lot of money now. It's a lot of money in
1: 1993.
0: It was a lot more then. Yeah. He's really stiff in his uncle. His uncle is in a financial bind. He's been approached once to do this. He turned his... it down. He got approached again, decided to go through with it for $300. So, and, um... That that takes a lot of planning, premeditated, some silver tongue work.
1: <laughs> and do you realize um, that when um, he confessed, uh, Smith said he had a real poker face. He never broke down when I smoke with smoke spoke with him. He was like, "Yeah, I did it. I did it for the money." And it said that. Um, Miss Sylvia was taken into custody on February 13th, 1992, and charged with murder. Despite being confronted with Taylor's allegations, she has maintained her innocence.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about Sylvia's past. Okay. Um, we know she had a child at early age, as a teenager. Yes,
1: uh, yeah. Let's do that because I did skip over some something.
0: Okay. So we know that that um, she had it rough growing up. We know that that she ended up. Um, her parents died at early early age. We know she, she was ended in
1: up, foster home. Yep,
0: yeah, she was in an or- orphanage orphanage, and she was hyperactive. And her older sister actually got custody of her. We know she was short-tempered. And there's several stories that tell, paint her as being a very sweet woman. There's a lot of stories to paint her as being a
1: clean woman.
0: Yeah, and a mean woman. makes Makes you wonder. But, you know, we know that, that she grew up. So she probably... Grew up in a in a sense of lack, and I and I wonder if Billy White represented the the whole package, the promised land. You
1: know? I'm wondering that. I think sometimes that that could be it.
0: Yeah, because her and mom she, died when she was five. So and um, Woody Taylor, then, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry.
1: No, you go ahead first. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say she got all of that, but. It still didn't make her happy.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, her, her first husband, Woody Taylor, um, they separated after 16 months and I imagine a lot of that was being teenagers. Um, yeah, but he, he made the comment. He, he said he always felt like she had a problem and that she never learned to love,
1: she so, didn't have the mama, the mama
0: no. bonding, mama, whatever. Her mom died when she was five. Yeah. So, hey, you think about it, you, you know, she's, she doesn't have those learning skills or social skills to cope, you know? Yeah. And then she meets a man with a lot of money. She's not happy about how things are going. She has an affair. Um, she starts plotting what she can do with all this money. Then one of the hitmen is a silver-tongued devil who can convince you to do things, and here we are. Wow. Yep. Yep. Um, he said she never learned to to love. So in 1959, long after uh, a little while later, after Woody Taylor and her uh, dissolved their marriage in 1959, she married Leslie Ipock, and she would had two boys with him.
1: But they seemed happy. I thought. I mean, the fam. For I know he was the one that. What he was depressed.
0: Mm-hmm. He he was depressed. Suffered from chronic health problems. Um, 1967. He supposedly died from a single gunshot wound to the side of his head. And um, this this was something that I found eerie. Uh Uh-huh. He often, Leslie, awfully, awfully, I'll get it out in a minute, often wanted Sylvia close by him. Uh Uh-huh. But for some reason, she decided to sleep in another room the night of his passing and claimed Hmm. to have never heard the gunshot. Hmm. So, did she get away with murder on that one?
1: She probably did.
0: And, you know, there's not a lot to go on from then. I mean, from 1967, um, you know, did he have an insurance policy on himself? We don't
1: know. I don't know.
0: You know. Um, That's just kind of strange. And in doing the research, the poison attempt,
1: yeah i don't know it's maybe maybe she did yeah
0: according listeners to to some of the research we dug up she uh had checked out books at the library she'd also purchased books that she had at home uh marking on the pages dog earing the pages uh, things like that what plants that were native to North Carolina that could act as a fast acting poison in somebody's system. So she, she planning on killing somebody. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's just, just crazy. It's crazy.
1: What goes through people's minds?
0: Yeah. So, you know, she'd underline things on the books and pages. So she, she was planning on doing something.
1: Yeah. So and if she hadn't have been caught, who knows what else she would have done?
0: Exactly. So let's fast forward to 1993 and tell us what what happened then. We we know that she she was uh, arrested and taken in custody February 13th, 1992, and charged with murder.
1: But Taylor's confession
0: mm-hmm. also
1: it did something else. Yep. It implicated her in a second murder that of her stepson billy jr almost 20 years earlier he told police that while she was trying to recruit him to murder her husband she said it's not that hard to do i had a stepchild i put a bag over it until it stopped breathing
0: notice that, that she worded that
1: that's exactly how she worded it
0: over it
1: it's in quotation marks oh. it's not that hard to do i had a stepchild i put a bag over it until it stopped breathing quotation mark
0: that's horrible.
1: Inve- excuse me investigators spoke to billy's children who said that their baby brother feared their stepmother And that they had wondered if she was involved in his death.
0: You know, come to find out, little Bill was afraid of her. He didn't want to be alone with her. And if he was faced with the fact of being alone with her, he would cry and say, you know, I don't want to be around Mama or don't tell Mama. Mm -hmm. But that's just, that's heartbreaking. Um, That is very... And when little Billy's body was exhumed, it showed other evidence of physical abuse. They found a four-inch crack in the skull, uh-huh. uh, and that indicated that at some point prior to his death, he'd received a blow like that. I mean, that's, that's a little oh, four-year-old I mean, kid. That's that's a deep concussion. I mean, that's a serious concussion.
1: North Carolina State State's Chief Medical Examiner John Butts reviewed his death. And found it would have been physically impossible for him to swallow that piece of plastic found inside his throat.
0: Yeah, well, we talked about it at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. a ten by twelve piece of plastic. There's no bite marks on it. Nothing. It's no, just, no. Oh, this is hard. That's just that's just horrible. So, and so, then she gets charged with that. So she yep. goes to prison. Yes. She's found guilty of first degree murder, sentenced to life in prison. And rather than risk getting the death penalty, she pled guilty to second degree murder. I the, uh just, 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 Mm. Uh mm, uh mm, mm. Yeah, in the death of her husband and then she was given an additional life sentence oh he man
1: village, he, his body was exhumed. oh yeah
0: yeah Mm-mm. so now we get down to the point to where we're talking about taylor lynwood james Linwood taylor and then based okay uh-huh. so she co co-op- by cooperating with authorities and pleading guilty to first-degree mat- murder Linwood taylor avoided the death penalty and was sentenced to life in prison He's now 72 years old, currently incarcerated at the minimum security center at the Wake Correctional Center in Raleigh.
1: Hmm. And Basden was found guilty of first-degree murder and sentenced to death. He was executed by lethal injection in
0: 2002. Wow. And, mm mm And, um give me just a second here and I'll read something interesting to you I had found um, what his last meal was I was going to read that to you Uh, I'll have to look for it a little bit but um, he didn't want anything um, in particular he wanted to eat the the same thing that the um, uh, inmates ate and so his last meal, pop in here. Excuse me, guys. I'm sorry. And almost to it. I thought I had it right there. On well, while you're
1: finding that, what I'm going to tell is his final words. Sure. I killed Billy White. I'm sorry for it. And I pray that his family will come to forgive me and let time heal their wounds, and that's all we can do.
0: And again, you know...
1: At least he has took ownership of it. Something Sylvia White has never done.
0: She never did. Um, Basin didn't request anything special for his last meal. Uh, Choosing to eat what all the others ate at the Central Prison that day. That meal was breaded veal, brown gravy, mashed potatoes, three bean salad, mixed vegetables, slices of loaf of bread and orange and fruit punch. And, you know, Damn. in doing, doing the research for this, so, you, you know, based has passed. he's, he, he was put to death by lethal injection. He's buried. At Pine Lawn Memorial.
1: Oh, so, is he?
0: Yes, he is, and so is Billy White. Who? And Billy Junior.
1: I hope they're together. So, um, Miss um, Sylvia White is now eighty-seven. Yeah. And believe it or not, I can't believe it, but on December second, two thousand t- what twenty twenty-two, despite her guilty plea she continues to maintain her innocence and she was released
0: that's some of her
1: cellmates say she's mean
0: yeah there was
1: uh, (laughs) i just had to say that
0: (laughs) well it's true i was reading in a forum um and a couple of people who claimed to have been cellmates with her um one of them bunked in the cell with her and said that she the way she would talk to guards or other inmates, that she was brutally mean. Um, and the thing of it is, now that she's been released, uh, there's nothing, you can't find anything on her at this point. Um, you really can find very little on Linward Taylor or James Linward Taylor either. It's just not that much information. But, really? Yeah. But, you know, this was a, a very big thing i mean this i mean we've seen this has been on snap it's been on the id ID channel several different thing times i mean this really rocked our little part of the world back then
1: it did it's
0: just not something that we were expecting to to happen um no and i hope nothing like this happens again but she served all this time in prison has walked out of free Woman, and hopefully, she's old enough now.
1: She will not hurt anybody else. She won't. God hurt will. Else.
0: Yeah. That poor baby, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. Billy White did not deserve to die on any level. Mm-mm. Um, but this little, didn't. But this Just little baby he had money. Yeah, no. Um, this little that's baby. all she
1: wanted, and that he was a paycheck to her, and I, that was I wrong. Think so.
0: I think so i think he was definitely a, he was a means to an end to her and um but you know everybody that knew billy white i've never over the years heard anybody ever say anything bad about him he was always such a nice guy such a sweet person kind person
1: that is how he got his yeah. sales and that he's got and that's how he got to where he was
0: and you know Part of her allure, according to James Linwood Taylor, is that she claimed that Billy White, Sylvia Taylor, or Sylvia White claimed that, that Billy White was beating her. And there's I'm never the been guy. any, well, there's never been any record of that. Nothing that could ever be found to, to see where that has happened. So, just makes you wonder. Well, guys, I know this was a quick podcast today. Uh, we have been working on this for a while. Um, we've just had to to get through a few things in our personal life but we wanted to get this out here for y'all today and um, Lisa why don't you tell them about our new um, website
1: oh check us out at com. please and do sooner or later we're going to have some merch up there
0: exactly exactly well, guys, thank you so much for listening today. Lisa, you want to take us on out? We'll call it a night.
1: Yes, I shall. We can just do it and do it and do it. And I sure hope y'all stay safe. And don't forget to find the mix. Have a great night.
0: All right, guys. Take care. Till next time.